Hold My Drink with Charlene and Ellie, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. An ice cold can of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar is so irresistibly tasty, it's worth protecting. We did take that quick money and I think that was the downfall of the whole thing because, um, yeah, that that quick money did not help us sustain our creative energy and our creative flow. So I had cheated on her and um, she flew up from LA to London and I didn't have the guts to tell her that I cheated on her. And then that's when the addiction started to try and numb myself and to try and bring people that I thought that loved me into the party life and to keep repeating that and to numb myself to the pain really and that continued on. Welcome to Home I Drink with Charlene and Elliot. Our podcast is like a group chat between your best friends, the girls bottom and night out where you spill all the gossip on relationship dilemmas and life. We are so excited to share that today's episode is proudly sponsored by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar which has a magical irresistible taste and needs to be protected at all times. Nothing beats an ice cold can of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, am I right? I always have to hide mine at home. I was telling you last week about how they're actually learning at home now. To get their own. Yeah, no, <laughs> one or two still needs to be hidden. We have yeah. our cans beside us Yeah. today. Mm-hmm. I've been through one already. Yeah. It's so good that's worth protecting. How far will you go to protect yours? If you're a turn listener, welcome back. And if you're a new listener... Welcome! Home or Drink is out for you every Wednesday, but we also bring you bonus episodes every Monday, so you can listen to more of us now on the GoLoud app or wherever you listen to your podcasts. On this week's episode, we chatted to singer, actor and Janoskin star Bo Brooks. He was so lovely. So lovely. Not going to lie, wasn't too familiar on him a few weeks ago when this idea came about, but... I'm a Janoskin stan yeah, now. He's a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Bo tells us all about starting the YouTube channel and their very quick rise to fame, the pros and the cons of being international superstars, and some of the controversy around their videos, which some of their videos... Very controversial. Oh, my Lord. He also gets very candid about his mental health and addiction struggles and his sobriety and weight loss journey as well. Charlene met him 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. She pulled up the picture and showed him earlier on when we were on the podcast page. And they also recreated the picture yes. as well, which is very, very cute. Yeah. We help with advice about a friend group in Tickets from the Stars. So to hear all of this and even more, uh, keep listening and hope you enjoy. Enjoy. Love you. We... Recording this a little bit in advance because we have live shows coming up. Yeah, yeah. So we, by we're not ignoring the live shows. If you're just <laughs> now being like, why aren't they different? It's because we haven't actually done, done them yet. yet. That'd be really. Imagine we just ignored them. Just, just yeah, didn't. So really next care. week we'll be raving and talking about when Finley's in and yeah. being so excited. But um, yeah, I don't think I'm mentally prepared for them yet. Why? Tired still, jet lagged. Oh, I actually slept really good last night. Yeah, so did I. But I made sure that I had a late shower. I was texting last night. I remember That's I told what I don't think. Did you? The yeah. night I slept good. And you're real, your body's real tired. Yeah. All warm and tired. And I put on sleepy moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Had a sleepy tea mm-hmm. and sprayed my bed with sleepy spray. So you were bound to sleep well. I was knackered. And yeah. it was so, so good. I keep having mad dreams. Yeah, I I keep having my dreams when I'm falling asleep during the day and I wake up and I'm like, why was I thinking that? Like, oh. Like. I didn't have any naps during the day. Oh, I did. No. My dad said he, my dad woke me up actually the other night from my bed and he was like, Ellie, just go to bed, will you? I fell asleep yesterday in my bed for an hour. Well, I, I set my alarm for two half an hour alarms. Oh my God. 
And I was lying on my Why bed. Why did you just go to, go to bed? Because <laughs> it was only like six o'clock. Oh, something. fair, okay. And I was the opposite way on my bed. My dad said he just looked at me. He was like, I looked in you earlier on. You were fast asleep. I was like, I needed it. I know. Yeah. We're very lacking sleep after Vegas. But other than that. <clears throat> other than that. I'm getting my hair done this week. Cheer. Thank God. You excited? Yeah, I haven't left my hair this long in ages. But I'm changing it. So I just can't wait. If you like, it's just my extensions are like, like they should have been. On their last. They should have been out two weeks ago. So okay. I just feel like grody. Can you not wait to scrub your head? No, or get blown. I just can't wait for them to not be in your head. Yeah, well, I'm getting some fillers back in, but a few. It's just because um, they're in so long now mm. that I'm just like, oh, I love when they're like tight to your heads. If I could have them fresh every week, I would. The pain of that first sleep. Mine never hurt. Me. Oh my god, really? Yeah, maybe it's it's, maybe it's bonds. Bonds. I've had bonds. I don't think they were sore either. Beads. I found sore. I've never had beads. Sleep. Never had beads. But yeah. Anyway, we have a very long episode for you today. We do, extra long. Oh, we don't want to talk too much. Mm-hmm. But we'll fit on the live shows next week and we're so excited. Yeah. So what I tell you is when we tell you a bit of a drama, story time from the week or life. and Or from week, 10 years ago. Yeah, which today's <laughs> is. So we are going to be joined by Bo-, Bo Brooks very soon. But this won't be the first time that... You me have met I, me have met me have met I him. have met him. So I was a, a huge fan of the Janoskins growing up, and it's actually mad that he's a guest today. Like it's actually yeah bizarre. Like but um, think of little you watching them on YouTube, and then you know what I mean? ten years later he's on your podcast, or like watching them on stage. I was like, oh my god, I love them so much. Like I went to see them in the Olympia ten years ago now, twenty thirteen, and I bought the meet and greet. I don't, I can't remember how much they could her, but like I was like, please, mom, and. Got a meet and greet. Got to Did an adult have to go with you? No, but like, to pay for my meet and greet. I was like, what? 15? Yeah, no, no money. <laughs> um, I got pocket money, maybe I said that. But um, yeah, I went to meet them. I wore like a little two. Let me look at the outfit now that we're here. It looks like you have socks and tights on. Yeah, I think I do. Do you? Let me just find it for you to discuss. <laughs> but basically, I got all dressed up in my, what I thought was my Her best gear. My best gear. Um, your tights looked really dark. Like yeah, they looked like they now. weren't like sheer. Yeah, tights. I don't think they were. Hang on now. <laughs> they were like Why leggings. Was I wearing stickers on my boobs in this picture. What were you doing? No, not in this picture. Oh Lord. Oh here. So I'm wearing I'll put it up on the podcast page for you to see. I'm wearing a grey turtleneck crop top. Okay. A pink tutu skirt. Okay. Pearl necklace. Stunning. Dark, dark tights. Like, what's the denier? 100 denier or something? The darkest one? Yeah, the lower the colour. Denier tights. White socks. The lower the colour, the lower the number. The lower the number. And then Nike blazers. Do you remember them? Oh my God. High top blazers. It was actually kind of a a look at the time. (laughs) But there's me in them all. Do you remember what you... And James was my favourite and he broke, he had his arm broken. Show me which one was Bo. Bo's Bo's there. Yeah, yeah, but James broke his arm in this show and I was like... You poor so, yeah, I'll mind you. Were you one of those girls in the crowd who was like, they're going to notice me and love me? No, I was probably like, wow. Oh my yeah. God, look, there's Bo in the nip. In just his boxers. This I had a whole yeah, album on Facebook, obviously, of the show. But they like sang, met them all, got pictures of them all. And I'll post them on the page. Me and Bo actually recreated the picture that uh, that too. we took on the day. But they're all really nice. That's mad. It's a group of five 
good looking men when you're th- especially that age is like oh. I don't think I probably said one word no I can't remember didn't. what I said but I remember being so nervous like mm. it's just the anticipation though going up and meeting someone yeah there. yeah you don't know what to expect yeah but the show was great I remember it being great and they had a song best friend you are my fucking best friend and honestly this is the best night ever and I was thinking oh I love <laughs> and yeah that was it now he's on the podcast which is a mad he was so on. lovely like we've had so Niall on, who I was a fan of, like Taylor yeah. Swift, if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> come on next. But yeah, that was my story. Tell me Thank you. Peak and Bleak of the Week, we actually forgot to do this. So sorry. The other week. Not the, not last week, the week before that, because... Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to pick one high and one low of the week. So the peak is the high, the low is the bleak. And talk about them. So mm-hmm. peak of the week... My peak was my friend Sophie came over and helped me clean my apartment oh, after yeah. being away. She did proper story out with me and I just I just find it really overwhelming to do. Like it's just I really struggle with organising my space sometimes. So mm-hmm. like it was such a good help and I, thanks Sophie, love you. <laughs> and bleak was I can't tell you if it counts as a bleak, but it's just really sad that um Norwich video, the Norwich FC. I didn't. Wa- I don't it? think I can bring myself to watch it. If he's probably, you probably maybe not even clicked into it, but it's like a, a video on Instagram and on TikTok of these two men sitting there in two jerseys. It's just the saddest video ever. Like I. Literally... What's it about though? Like, I won't watch it. I'm not going to watch it anyway. It's about it's like mental sad. health and like suicide awareness. Like, but I watched it and then I just cried for hours and hours afterwards. No. And I started crying about my own life, and then oh. I was like, it was just, oh, it was a lot, but like really important. Yeah, message, yeah. Like, but. Oh my god, that was my bleak. But also, such an eye opener. Yeah, to watch true. Like that, you should watch it. Will I? Yeah, I'd be sobbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, my peak of the week is got to meet James Genevieve. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look. God, we've had a great week, haven't we? Really nice we week. A lot of like, and she would have been someone from. Our kind of yeah that we'd yeah watch all the time. I would have watched Jamie for years. Mm. And you ever, it's always when like it's like when you meet someone that you never thought you would. Yeah, it nearly makes it more like special. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. fangirled a bit, and I did not give one shiny shit about it. Oh, we and we were in the wrong. Venue, oh, actually. yeah. Me and Charlene went to the whole wrong venue. It was on. It was a masterclass on in Dundrum, and we just magically convinced ourselves that it was on in Ireland. It's in the middle of town. Even, it wasn't even like we convinced ourselves as a group. We no. convinced ourselves privately, and then yeah. both ended up there. Yep. I drove in. Charlene got a taxi, in, so we came from two completely different places. I was like, "Yeah, me." Because I woke up about ten minutes. Before yeah. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, okay, I'm just walking up Henry Street now." I was like, "Right, grand, right, grand. Like, meet you outside." And our manager wrote in the chat and was like, "Girls, are you in da- town?" We were like, yeah. yeah. And like, what it's about it? Drum. <laughs> we walked upstairs to the room and all. Your mum was like, Shelly was like, is the Jamie Genevieve mask class on here? Your mum was like, no. Was like, no. It was like a dark room with a projector. Yeah. I was like, this is not looking good. I was like, oh my God. So we strolled into the master class or the like meeting thing about half an hour early. And it was such a small thing. We were like, oh, there's about 10 people there. We were like, sorry, we went to the wrong place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not one thing subtle about it. No. Anyway. But that was my peak and yeah. my bleak. I'm uh, just still exhausted. Just can't shake the exhaustion. Maybe you need to get the blood test number said. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not, re- I'm just tired of life this week. I think. Yeah. Not even a Vegas. I'm just Fair. tired of no. everything. Fair. Just having one of those weeks. I know what you mean. I feel a bit tired of it of life. Of yeah, yeah. That sounds really dramatic, but it is. no, no. I know what you mean. Yeah. We don't mean it in a 
No, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm just like not arsed this week. It's one of them weeks where like you sometimes wish you didn't have to post on Instagram. I mean, that's just every, I just want to lie in bed for the week. Yeah, but I feel like that. But if I don't, I when I feel like that, I just don't want to do anything. Yeah, I want to just go into a dark room. Yeah, close my eyes and watch films. Yeah, yeah. Turn my phone. I on. just want to have a shut off kind of yeah. a week. But I wish every, the thing about me, like you could obviously we could do that, but like you'd have to change around. So for aside from that I'd want everyone else to have the same week as me yeah I feel like everybody's one in 10 miles ahead of, ahead of me and I'm going backwards yeah so I want yeah. can everyone just have an agreement that we have one day can we all just slow down just do nothing yeah miss like I, I can't wait to be out of this funk though I'm in a proper funk like. I'm, I think I'm in a funk because I have I know that a hair transformation is pending yeah. and I need to wait until I get to that hair to unlock the new me I don't know why I'm in a funk I'm just in a funk because I'm just funky feeling funky <laughs> What were you saying on holidays? Um, goofy, goofy. Do something goofy. <laughs> in a goofy mood. Yeah, so there's my peak and bleak. Lovely. Today on How I Drink, we have Bo Brooks. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Are you excited to be here? Very excited to be here. We're yeah. excited to have you, I think. And it's not your first time in Dublin, though. No, I was here about seven years ago, the last time I was here. Fab. And I think we did the Academy. Yes. Or, yeah, we did the academy. Um, but, yeah, it's nice to be back and to see beautiful Dublin people. Yeah. Uh, my father ancestors are actually from Dublin. No but way. you guys kicked us out and sent Great. us to yeah. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry. I'm back here to uh, claim the homeland. Yeah. <laughs> He's back. So going back to, like, your childhood, what were you like as a child? How was your childhood? Um. As a child, I always remember always wanting to be the center of attention. What's like a star sign, actually? Yeah, What's yeah Leo. Are you oh, Leo! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, When's your so, birthday? July 31st. Okay. Yeah. We're August. Isn't it? Every time you meet someone like that, they're you know they're Leo. But yeah. Leos are known for just always wanting attention on themselves. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Thing. I'm not sure how that aligns up with the stars of us wanting so to no. be. But look, yeah. here we are. Yeah. yeah. Here anyway, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I grew up without a father. Um, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I was five years old when my dad left. So I found a lot of inspiration through like the TV screen and particularly in movies, particularly Leonardo DiCaprio. So he was a very big inspiration for me wanting to know what my life direction was. And that was to be an actor or to be famous. And I remember my mum always asking me, Bo, what would you rather, to be really, really rich or really, really famous? And mm-hmm. I said, I want to be really, really famous. And she's like, why? I said, because I want people to see me and I, I, I want to connect with people. And she's like, but there's one thing you have to know about fame is that it's very isolating and it's very, very tough. You have to be very tough if this is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So is this what you want to do? And I said, yes, it is. And she's like, can't you just be rich so you can buy us a house? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nor the fame. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I always wanted to be the centre of attention, even if that meant raising my hand in class when I didn't know the answer, just to speak up and well, just, just to, to say something. Yeah. yeah. And because of that, I got bullied a lot. And I'm sure everyone has their own um, stories of them being bullied, but being bullied even inspired and motivated me more to become famous, to show everybody that 
kind of like I'm not a loser. Yeah. Um, I thought you would have been like the cool kid in school if you were always the one to be, have attention on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not really. No. A lot of people didn't really like that. I grabbed the attention away right. from everyone else mm-hmm. and I got picked on for it. Um, towards the end of my high school, like year 10, 11, 12, I'm not sure what that is here in... Fifth and sixth year. Is it? Fifth and yeah. Sixth, yeah. Yeah, fifth and sixth year. I, um, I found a group of friends and... That attention that I was always craving, they kind of loved and I, sh- I was a big show off. Um, I was really s- like, I was getting good grades, like academically. And then I found this uh, friendship group and I put the grades to the side uh, to kind of like show off and mm-hmm. to be the class clown and to get that attention. And instead of putting my attention into books, I ended up putting my attention more into making people laugh and right. trying to find that connection. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of where um, the videos of my past, like Janoskin's YouTube kind of stemmed from, from me mm. personally mm-hmm. was to kind of entertain yeah. and mm-hmm. to fulfill that ambition of becoming famous and being an actor and, uh, yeah, trying to get people's attention really. Yeah. So do you think that like growing up without a dad for most of your life impacted your life as well in that way that you wanted attention off him, not off him, but like for him to see it and like in that yeah. kind of way as well? I, I guess it, it was more so to to make my mum proud. Uh, proud. Mm-hmm. I think so. The opposite way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I was ever searching for a role, uh, like a male role model. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really want like my father to notice me from it. Yeah. Or okay. anything like that. I think it was just more to work hard yeah. to make my mum proud and to, you know, because she did like a really good job. So. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And you were saying to us that you actually ended up buying her house. Yeah. As well. You're yeah. That's like yeah. a life goal. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. so yeah. nice it was, to it, be able it to was, do. Yeah. It was a big accomplishment to yeah. be able to do. Uh, but if I didn't do it, if we didn't do it, mm-hmm. our, our grandparents would have killed us. Really? So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That was always like the uh, conversation we had was um, even th- through our uncles and aunties, Boys, make sure you look after your mum. Yeah. And we had to look after mum because she looked after us. So yeah. I think that was really important. And moving forward, it's still like a very big goal in my life because like she's the number one cool. woman in my life. And mm-hmm. at the moment, I don't see any prospects. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have twin brothers as well, Luke and Jay. Yeah. Did you always get on or were you fighting all the time? We were always fighting. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's just that's the relationship siblings, yeah. that we had. Yeah. It's always been a competitive relationship. Relationship okay. in oh. everything that we do, uh, which I find is healthy um, mm-hmm. growing up because we do push each other to do better and bigger things. What's the age difference between you? Two years. Okay. Yeah. So they're twins and um, yeah, I'm two years older. So there's always been that like kind of a little separation where twins have their own language Oh. and yeah. I'm on the outside, but it was nice to watch from the outside <laughs> because... Yeah, they're freaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're weird. Did you have any like part-time jobs while you're doing the Janoskins or yeah. just straight? You did? Yeah, it was really funny. Uh, from the age of like 13, 14, I started working, delivering like newspapers. Oh. And with my first paycheck, I remember I went and got my mom a pair of shoes. Oh, wow. And um, then I worked in like KFC 
uh, for a bit and I remember the wage was $6.50 an hour. That's like, I think, three euro here. Yeah, it's about, I think it's about four, half, five euro. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So oh that was crazy. Um, I worked there for like six months and then through um, year 12 or six, sixth year, probably, sixth yeah. year um, I was working at a sandwich bar and this is when we kicked off mm-hmm. and we were getting like a lot of, uh, popularity online. So right. I remember working at the sandwich bar and people would come up to me and be like, Hey, Bo Brooks, make my sandwich. Oh, bitch. no way. <laughs> Shit. You're just like making the sandwich behind the counter. Like, yeah. like say the people working there, were, were they confused? Like, was your manager like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. I remember, um, we had an interview with like a big broadcast channel 10 in Australia. And I said, Hey, do you mind if I not come into work? I've got an interview. And he's like, What's happening? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Going back to the Noskins, then you started the YouTube channel in 2011. What was the thought process behind making it or was it something you just done on a whim? Yeah, it was definitely on the whim. Back then, there was no such thing as influencers. No No No. one knew the term influencers. Uh, we just kind of combined all of our passions and hobbies together and it kind of created something that no one really understood, not even ourselves. But every time we did upload a video, new things would come into our lives. Mm -hmm. So we never had set goals, but the goals would always like unfold in front of us. So I remember after about two months of creating YouTube videos, we did this huge meet and greet and it like drew like four or 5,000 people that came. Oh my God. And, uh, at that meet and greet, there were also like Sony representatives, uh, representatives from MTV, um, and like a talent scout that came along and they, they wanted to see the hype. They wanted to see the hype mm-hmm. and they saw the hype and they gave us their business cards. Then all of a sudden our new goals were to make TV shows on MTV and to become a band and so, so from doing one thing, other yeah. things kind of progressed. From yeah, it. yeah. And did and you expect like four or five thousand people to come? Like, no, to- that day uh, because the Facebook uh, attended clicked about eight hundred. Okay. Uh, so we were expecting five hundred because yeah. everyone that clicks doesn't usually no, show true. up. Yeah. And then we got there, and it was like four blocks from the venue. People were lined up, and it was just that was the minute that we knew that this is something bigger than yeah, we ever yeah, expected. Than you ever thought, yeah. Yeah. It was also shut down Times Square, basically. I yeah. Heard Twenty thousand people. Yeah, that's. Um, I think the media kind of like reported falsely on that. Oh, oh was it not? As it, Tell us were, the truth. There Mom. were twenty thousand people, okay. but. There are like 18,000 people in Times Square already. Oh, like okay. tourists Fair. and stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> the tourists yeah. happen to be fans as well. Yeah. We, we did like plan it strategically so the news reports would say 20,000 because oh, we knew hey. even if you have like four or 500 people there, mm. it's going to look like 20,000 yeah. because mm-hmm. all their heads are going to turn and everyone's going to be like yeah. tuned in. They'll all look like fans here if they're not like... Sorry. Yeah. They all look like they're your fans. Yeah, they all looked like fans. Yeah. So yeah. we just uh, took the credit and ran. Oh my God. Funny. <laughs> Couldn't. And what the name, Joskins, you said, what did you, the word you used? It's a, and I said it wrong. Not an, an, an anagram. What's it called, Leanne? Acronym. Oh, it is called uh, acronym, is it? I don't know. Anagram, okay. acronym. I like it stands for. Joskins stands for. Yeah, what does it stand for? Yeah, so just another remember. name of silly kids in another nation. Who came up with that? How would you even think of that? Well, we came up with the name Janoskians first. Well, Luke did. Oh. And it was actually inspired by, do you know the Nike Janoski shoes? 
No. Yes. Yeah. I, I had a pair. They're like skater kind of shoes. Yeah, kind yeah. of like skater. They yeah, were kind yeah, of like yeah. the ip in kind of indie vibe back yeah. then. And uh, Luke just kind of copied and put Janoski shoes and Vans together and made the name. Then uh-huh. everyone's like, what does it mean? And we didn't want to get sued oh, for shit. saying that we're using a shoe brand. So oh I came up God. with an acronym um, that kind of like push people away That's from what actually yeah. I thought you would have done it the other way for yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So you had to do a random words, basically. Something that would fit. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Very smart. And what type of videos for people that don't know, what type of videos did you start off with? Like, do you remember the first videos that you uploaded? Yeah, it was just us, like, pretty much being pretty on camera. Yeah. Um, Pretty much we had fringes and just wanted to get on YouTube and just like, <laughs> I don't know. The first video, I'm pretty sure was uh, my brother dancing in the rain or oh. something like that. Oh. Um, and then after that, um, my brothers asked me and Daniel if we wanted to be in videos. So then we blended a Whopper and drank it. Eh. That's a, wop- a Whopper like burger? A, uh, Hungry Jack's, like a burger or a Burger King. Oh. Yeah, so we got the fries, burgers and Coke and mixed it all together, mashed it up and drank it on Is camera. It nice? It actually tastes really good. No. <laughs> yeah, it tastes, I yeah. The texture it's of like, it. You just don't need to chew. Ooh. No. Oh, it's like <laughs> liquid food. Yeah, like. no. And what did you just film with? I'm always like curious of that as well. Like obviously equipment is expensive. Did you use phones at, at first? Like yeah, what was it? Back then, uh, Luke had always been into like videography. So mm-hmm. it was probably like a little cheap uh, Sony video camera, okay. like a handheld. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember we did film some videos like just off like a Nokia phone with like, what was it, like 10 megapixels or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bad quality. Like. It's mad how much pressure nowadays you think like, like back then yeah. you were filming sometimes on a Nokia camera whereas I feel like nowadays people think they need the best of the best and the most expensive stuff. You yeah. do though because the competition is so high. That now you compared lose... to back then do you think? Yeah, yeah. You, you will lose the audience's retention and they will go Shit to quality. other influencers um, yeah. content. If they don't tell me that quality. I'll have to go out now and start buying all expensive <laughs> things. <laughs> they want like the crystal clear like Compared to that, yeah, yeah. Compared it to does help. Yeah. It does help. It, yeah. Like to be able to connect with your audience and make them feel like you're taking it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I feel like they want to invest their time into something into like that because you're investing to them, yeah, in a sense as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you grew up to three million followers. Am I right saying that on YouTube um, subscribers so. on YouTube? I think I, I can't remember it. It dropped down, so I can't remember. I think it was like two point five million. Okay. Yeah, and. That was just so unheard of at the yeah, time. Like... Um, and we're dropping subscribers every month now. So it will never be as big as what it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it's like a little there. moment in time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And with that obviously comes people knowing your personal life and like your business and stuff. What is the most common misconception people have of you or had of you at the time? Yeah. Like did they think you were just like pretty boys? Looking for fame. Mm. Yeah. Well, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it (laughs) it was. That's exactly (laughs) what it was. And I think we did lose a lot of our audience because we did sell out to um, the music companies and corporations and we did sell Mm -hmm. out to Los Angeles and moving there. Um, So I remember the first song we released, uh, we got a lot of hate from our supporters uh, because they thought we were, they called us a sellout skins and uh, that we're using auto tune and stuff like that, which is fair. But at the same time, my brothers and I did love music. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like we were doing it 
like for the money. Mm. Uh, we did it because we did enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And we thought how cool, like we're being offered to be international music artists. Yeah. Yeah. So why would you turn that down? Like, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was hard to turn down, but a question I do get asked a lot is, do you regret anything and would you change anything? And I definitely would, if really? I had the chance to redo it again, I would have not have left Australia. Oh. I would have made the movie independent. I would have not taken any quick advances from uh, uh, music corporations uh, because when when you take those, you lose all control of creative input and yeah. you don't be able to connect with your audience in the way in which that we were at the time. That got taken away from mm -hmm. us as a blindfold was put over our face mm. uh, with a sexy, very appealing um, check. Yeah. Yeah. And we thought these checks would help because we'd be able to reinvest into building something, but they didn't because when, as I said, outside quick money come, quick yeah. money go. And when you get mm -hmm. this quick money, um, you think, oh, let's go buy that really fancy basketball hoop or let's get that stripper pole or, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone listening, like an advanced spacey means that they'd offer you, say, let's, for example, 10 grand now or else in the long run you can get royalties. It's better to leave it in the long run, isn't it really? Yeah. But you've seen that, you were young, you've seen yeah. the money and you said, yeah, thanks. Yeah. And then when you get that paycheck... You blow it. But I feel like they'd really. make you think that they, they make it sound better. Because it yeah. does sound better. They're like, time. well, you might not make as much yeah. as what we're offering you now. Yeah. But yeah. Like, like, it's yeah. a once in a lifetime yeah. opportunity. But also, yeah. they know as well, you could have definitely made more if yeah. you went down. Oh, they, 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 would, made, yeah. they, they made. Would not, but they're not going to tell you that. Banks don't hand no. out money if they know that you're not going to pay it back. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, uh, we did take that quick money and I think that was the downfall of the whole thing because, um, yeah, that, that quick money did not help us sustain our creative energy and our creative flow. And uh, that's something that I had to learn and my mum always told me that these mistakes, Bo, are here for you to learn, mm -hmm. make the mistakes and coming around the second time now, I don't want to involve anyone that has control over my influence and my connection with my audience mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think that's most important and it beats any type of amount of paycheck that yeah. comes through the door Yeah, and money comes, money goes and yeah. if money comes, that's great. If it doesn't, at mm -hmm. least I'm doing what I love. Mm. Do you think money changed you all as a group or like affected some people more than others? Like was there kind of drama about that? Um, I don't think it was money. I think, well, from, I can only speak on for behalf yourself. of yeah, myself. Of course. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it was the fame that really changed me and yeah. turned me into a completely different person Really, and really ruined relationships. And I'd say uh, ruined relationships that kind of came to the end of the Janoskians and my part in the Janoskians. And I was very ashamed to admit this, but it's something that I had to put in my book. Um, I, I went through like a mental health episode very early on in the fame because at such a young age, 18, 19, I was introduced to a large audience and smoking a lot of marijuana at the time. I was addicted to weed. My brain kind of just switched and turned on me and I felt this, um, it's very embarrassing and hard to say, but I felt this um, messiah complex and wow. I had told myself a story in my head that I am a messenger sent from God and that I'm here to lead my followers into heaven. And 
this was something I truly 100% believed in and nobody could tell me any different. And I held this thought to myself for about two weeks before I had to start telling people. When I sat my brothers, my manager, my assistant down and I said, guys, this is, this is what's going on. What you they like, say? believed yourself that that was true. Yeah, I, believe, I, I completely believed it. Whoa. And this is just to say, I like, I'm so blessed that I didn't have this episode in public because I've seen what it's done for Britney Spears. Mm. I've seen what it's done for people in the limelight. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, this is something I truly believed. And I sat my brothers down and my brothers just started laughing at me. Yeah. And, and you're like, what are you laughing at? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> what's so funny? Like I started getting really upset. And yeah. then my manager started comforting me. And I saw that as really patronizing. Yeah. I can see how you, t- you, you would think that would be patronizing if you, like you really believed yeah, it. Yeah. 100% believed yeah. it. Whereas and he probably knew, right, something isn't right here. Yeah. And so he was trying to comfort me. So um, I felt that was patronizing. And I had an episode where I broke up, curled into a ball started crying, had to isolate myself, ran out of our house, went to the first hotel, booked a room, stayed there for a week and isolated myself completely alone from the world and completely shut myself out from any connections because I thought everyone had turned on me. But that one week in isolation, I I think it was my body's way of telling me that I needed it because I realized that I was shutting myself out from the world and I was the one losing connections. So mm-hmm. that kind of woke me up and realized, and then my manager booked me in for a therapy session. And, but I remember before going to the therapy session, my hands were sweating. I was shaking. I was so nervous because I knew this therapy session was a session to question my sanity. Really? I, I, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. And, uh, if I answer the questions wrong, they're going to send me into a psych ward. So th- this kind of really woke me up to mm-hmm. say, Hey, I'm losing everything and everyone here. And I went back to the group and I apologized and I kind of said, this won't happen again. Uh, can you please take me back? And everyone welcomed me in, but I think that was the first cut in the thread that kind of led me away and astray from something that we had built. Mm -hmm. I kind of took advantage of it and didn't really appreciate it in the way that I should have. And that was the first element of the group breaking up. Wow. Mm. And I think that was all just like, obviously, like you said, weeds, but also like the fame, just it's all too much that your body just shuts down nearly. Yeah. yeah. I, I always wanted fame, mm-hmm. but I didn't understand what it what was. It was. Yeah. Mm. And then once I had it, it just was completely different to what I thought it was. Mm. What? And How so? I just felt like I had a lot of responsibility to always put on a smile, say the most perfect things Mm -hmm. and to give something to people that they couldn't achieve through other means. So I I felt like I had this great responsibility and along with that came like the loss of privacy because I never felt I could be upset, which is very important to know that you're not okay and to appreciate that you're not okay and just be sad. I could never be sad. Mm -hmm. I always put on a front. And that was very, very, yeah, very isolating. Yeah. Do you feel like you had to be perfect for, All for the everybody time. else's sake? Yeah. 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 You're bottling everything bad up inside you. Of yeah. course you're yeah. going to burst at some point. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Which is what happened. Wow. And it was from the minute I woke up because the fame was so powerful at the time. We often had 50 to 60 people outside of our house. So we couldn't even like go into the front yard without being watched or filmed or anything like that. So 
I got exactly what I asked for. <laughs> and no, it's not what you want. Yeah. In the end. Yeah. It's yeah. not Don't they say what you be want. careful what you wish for? Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's basically like kind of what happened to you. Yeah. 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 And, and did you stop smoking weed after that? Um, I kept uh, kept smoking it, but very little until I realized that weed wasn't it. mixing with yeah, me. With you, it actually yeah. made me very ill. Yeah. Um, and I think like marijuana is good for some people yeah. that need it. But if you're going to take advantage of it, that's the same as anything in this world. Mm. If you're going to take advantage of anything, it's going to like hit you back twice as hard as what yeah. you're hitting it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes mm -hmm. people quite paranoid sometimes. Oh, it doesn't match it to people. Magic. So for anyone who doesn't know the Janaskins, what types of video did you make, I suppose? Yeah, so... Or what um, was your most popular videos? Uh, the first video to kind of like pop off was the awkward train situations. Mm -hmm. And our videos back in the day were kind of us just being boys in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, some would call it prank videos, but I wouldn't really categorize us in prank videos. It was just us being silly, yeah. unscripted and kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I suppose these days, if you posted those videos now, do you think they'd have a very different reaction? Definitely. To then? Yeah. What was that, 10, 10 years? It would have been, 12? yeah, about 10 years ago. Yeah. We stopped filming about six years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the... The communication was different then. Mm, and yeah. if you watch anyone 10 years ago, even like Chris Lilly, do you guys know who Chris Lilly is? No. He's no. a very, very famous Australian actor and he gets into characters and roles. But with the new things. Sorry, yes. Yeah. He does, um, what's the one's name that he does? Oh. Uh, Jermaine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Even yeah. that though, you're like, oh, Even, how was that allowed? Would, yeah. that, would that have been on TV or just? Yeah, that, that used to be TV? on TV. And like, that was completely up. normal humour. It's, like, like, it's like kind of us with... Um, America's Next Top Model and stuff. No, um, like Little Britain. Did you ever watch Little Yeah, I did. Like yeah. Little Britain years ago. Yeah, that wouldn't be allowed. That wouldn't be allowed now. No. Like what? The and it's only, well, you look at it, it's only like... 10 years isn't really that even it's that long not, time. No. It's completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, couldn't so love You that. were doing yeah. a lot of stuff back then that now if you posted it. It would offend a lot of people. Yeah. Because a lot of yeah. more people are in discussion with themselves and right. finding themselves. And yeah. I guess now the humour wouldn't really help people progress forward. Do is you, the right way to say it. Do you feel bad about posting all them or do you just think it was a different was time, a time of yeah, everyone's no, lives? Yeah, no, I don't feel yeah. bad. Yeah. Humour was just completely different back then as, as it is now. Yeah. yeah. If I was to tell a joke here now, which I probably can't say much, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wouldn't feel bad about it oh. in 10 years. because yeah. 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 It's what's funny now. Um, okay. Yeah. Why did the sperm cross the road? I don't know. Because I was wearing the wrong sock in the morning. Oh, Jesus. I was thinking of your feet crossing the road. I was like, what? I think that's as hard as I can get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's too much. Yeah, too much. Uh, would you have seen yourself as kind of the group leader, like front man of the group? Yeah, I always got um, picked as like the group leader to yeah. speak. Um, I always had like a direction of where I wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I kind of liked having the responsibility yeah. of answering the questions and always being in the middle, mm -hmm. which I guess comes back to my uh, attention to uh, like, spotlight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Did that ever cause controversy in the group? Like, would someone else want the spotlight more or was they were happy keeping you as the front man? I would get extremely jealous if someone else was headlined or like printed in the paper as this person performed really well. So yeah, there was, and um, I'm definitely to blame for that. Yeah. Uh, but That's the Leo in you. You yeah. just wanted the attention. Yeah, I yeah. did. <laughs> and what was the feeling like he's gained? So 10,000 followers in the first month yeah. of subscribers, sorry, of making your videos. What was that yeah. like as a teenager? Like you're like, what, 18? Yeah. Like that's, what's that feeling like? Yeah. Back in the time, it was very unheard of, yeah. that amount of followers. I remember the first time we had released our viral video, um, me and Daniel, we had no internet. So we ran to like an internet cafe Mm -hmm. and we were like up, like refreshing the comment section and the likes. And there were just so many, we couldn't keep up with them all. And I remember just uh, walking out of the cafe library at like 11 PM and running onto the road with him yelling out, (laughs) we're famous. Oh God. (laughs) That's so cute though, that you still have those memories of that. Like that's, that's where it all kind of, or when you realized Oh my god, this is yeah. this is gonna be something like Yeah, yeah, it's nice it's nice to look back on now and I'm so appreciative yeah. of just how the world has just like blessed me with like such good such memories good and yeah. Yeah. good experiences. Is it mad to look back on to think like that was your life at that one <clears throat> point and now it's so different? Uh not really. Like yeah. I, I still live in that life. Of course. It's, yeah. it's like yeah, it's it's hard to explain. I feel like my audience has grown up with me and even though it's not as intense as what it was, Mm -hmm. there's still that great appreciation of kind of my existence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Do you ever, do you ever watch back on any of the stuff or like, do you ever be scrolling on TikTok and just randomly see a video of yourself? Yeah. It's so, I can't watch back. It's so cringe. Oh my God. And my brothers, when they get drunk on the weekends and they're drinking at home, usually the ends of the nights, they would like, Start watching the Janoski videos. (laughs) Um, And I just find them so cringe because the way I used to act, I can see right through myself. I'm like, I know what you're trying to do, you little shit. Yeah, 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 you can tell. (laughs) Yeah. You've had three other channels as well. So you had Jano Blog, Dare Sundays, and Twin Talk Time. How did you manage? So, what's that? Four four channels all together? Yeah. How the hell? (laughs) Uh, So, Jano Vlogs were kind of just the content we wanted to put out without trying too hard so it was just like what we filmed throughout the week like Mm -hmm. cooking an egg or something yeah so we wanted a separate channel just for the uh content that wasn't like our best content yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and then dare sundays we created with another content creator from melbourne who Mm -hmm. wanted to uh, join forces. Mm-hmm. He was only in it for like two or three videos and okay. then he said he didn't want to do it. So we continued uploading Dare Sundays, which were different from like the pranks and the uh, public videos where we would just like self-inflict pain and kind of do like jackass stuff. Oh God. Wow. So that was fun for us and we enjoyed it. <laughs> and then Twin Talk Time came later on when Luke and Jay uh, wanted to um, yeah, kind of get their twinness out, out there in the world. and, mm-hmm. um, share with the world their connection, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a very weird connection. Um, 
I want to I want to say something just to embarrass them because I know you oh, guys have us, a big platform. Us, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> every pet that we have, yeah. like if it's a dog or a cat, Jay has a voice like for the pet <laughs> and he pretends to like speak as a pet. And my brother Luke will have a conversation with Jay speaking as the cat, pretending that he's talking to the cat. <laughs> and, it's just, and it's actually just him. <laughs> yeah, it's like such a twin thing. I think that's the way they communicate to each other because that's like 90% of the conversations. Oh Did they actually God. tell you that they have their own language though? Is that a thing that twins do? Because oh, I've heard twins say that before. I think like, they have like telepathy and yeah. all. They like, yeah, they yeah. do. They're definitely yeah. connected in some way. Yeah, 100%. Not, they they're in the same womb. Like they're yeah. grown. Yeah. Yeah. But not their own actual language. They don't no. like... They speak. Think they can just look at each other and know what the no, other thing. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, what point did you leave your job and become full time? Was it quite soon into? Because obviously it grew so quick, so it would have been quite soon into the channel starting. Yeah, it was about um about two months after we uploaded wow. our first video. Oh my wow. god, that's yeah. quick. Yeah, it was so crazy. Quick. Yeah. And um, it, it was through YouTube monetization. So yeah, uh, within like the first four or five months, we were collecting eight to $10,000 paychecks <gasps> from YouTube back then. How did you, if you don't mind me asking, if you don't want to tell me this, no problem. How did you split that between us? Like, did you literally just split it between parts? Yeah. Equally? It, yeah, it was split equally, but at the start, it was all invested. Oh, yeah. Back, back in. into it. Yeah. yeah. So we had, so we kind of set ourselves up. Uh, for the future to kind of build it that bigger. That smart. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And who edited your videos? Did that you? was all Luke. Luke wow. edited everything. Wow. Yeah, from start to finish. He always has. Because that's a, a job in itself. Oh, yeah. That's so like, time That consuming. makes you, yeah. If you have someone who likes editing, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I, when I used to do YouTube, I, I vividly remember I'd be falling asleep. Yeah. Like I'd be trying to edit something and I could feel my head like bobbing. bobbing like, and I, no, I was like, this is not for me. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. very technical. Oh, no. Mm. Couldn't. What was like the moment in time when you realized that you were known around the world? Like, was there a moment where you're like, wow? Yeah, there was a certain moment. Uh, we kept getting messages from English fans and people oh, from the UK. Yeah. And they said, please come to the UK. So we had saved our money and just got flights over to the UK with no plan. And we said, hey, guys, we're going to meet you guys up in Hyde's Park at this time. We in tweeted London, it yeah, out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we got there and I remember it went from birds chirping and like, calm wind into like a stampede Oh shit! and there are about 10,000. This is not like, uh, the times. Oh yeah. yeah. This yeah. is legit. It's actually 10,000 10, <laughs> people that showed up. Wow. And I remember because the crowd was so dense and pushed in, my legs were above the ground and like, I was just floating <gasps> in the crowd. It was like crowd surfing. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was that crazy. And, um, we had got back in the taxi, went back to the hotel and our manager called us and he said, Hey guys, you, you just went from being really popular to being international superstars. You guys are on the next level now. Um, and then we got printed by like the daily mail and like New York times. And that's kind of when we knew that uh, we had like really big success and wow. a, a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a really good future in wow. social media. And was it always all girls or would there have been like male? It was fans? either girls or gay guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did you ever get with any fans? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Straight in. Yeah. I'm not 
not proud to say it, but yeah, yeah I yeah. did. Oh, you're a young like boy though, obviously. Yeah. Gonna, do, you, like, do you look back now and think like, well, okay, probably shouldn't have done that? Yeah, I probably shouldn't have because yeah. it's kind of like taking advantage of it. Yeah, I can see like the, the power thing of it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like well, as long as both people are. Ah, yeah. They're trolling Of age and yeah. Set, like, yeah. 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 Um, I guess just for like my, <laughs> my, my like personal connection, I wouldn't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just because... If I could do it, I would do it. And then I've got nothing left to give for the one that I actually want to have in my yeah. life. Yeah, true. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a mo the most memorable time? Like, is there one time of your life in the Janaskans that stands out your, in your head? Like, uh, or a moment or a something? Yeah. Oh, this, there's just so many. Or is there probably too many to think of one? Yeah, there's, uh, th there's a lot. Um, I'd probably say, um, my mum's reaction when we got her the house, oh, that was probably the yeah, best thing huge. to come out of it. Mm -hmm. Did you surprise her with it? Um, we kind of said, Hey mum, uh, check the bank account, go get what you want. Oh, oh my God. Imagine, so nice. like imagine being able to do that. Oh my God. And she said to me, I knew this was going to happen because I went and saw a fortune teller and the <laughs> What? And the fortune teller told me that um, her sons were going to look after her. So she was like really happy. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, oh, that, that wasn't, yeah, probably the best experience to come out of it. To come out of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 To look after my family. Yeah. Yeah. It's the main goal kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the book, there are so many stories about all the glitz and the glamour and the Hollywood mm -hmm. parties that everyone wants to listen to and the drugs we took and how much alcohol there was and what viners were showing up and acting crazy. There are so many of those different stories and um, I look forward to people reading them and getting a bit of an insight behind yeah. Behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And the reason I wanted to put those really interesting detailed stories in is because it does draw people in and people yeah, do want to look, but there is like an underlying message of it all about, about how that life can bring in other different types of life, mm. um, how high highs can bring low lows yeah. and kind of reflecting on that and trying to realize how not to uh, take too much yeah. in, this, in this world. You think when you get like such big success, you're never really happy where you are. You kind of keep chasing the next thing. Yeah. Like you're never like, grand, I've done it all. You're always looking for the next million or the next whatever. Yeah. Is it like that you're chasing something all the time? It is, it yeah. is. And if you're in that lifestyle for that reason, mm -hmm. you will never be content and no. happy. No. And I had to get that all taken away from me. I think it was a message from God to, for it to all be taken away, to be able right. to acknowledge what's truly important. Mm -hmm. And what I think is truly important are the small wins that you get every single day through personal development, whether that is to wake up, fix your bed, and that little small bit of satisfaction of knowing that you've accomplished something that's good for your mental health mm -hmm. or going to the gym or eating healthy or spending time with your family and going out of your way to help someone. Yeah. Those small wins, I think, are the successes the to appreciate. And once you have that money, which will eventually flow and come in if you're in the right mindset and on that level of um, achieving personal development mm -hmm. is when you can start spreading and sharing the wealth. And 100%. once you start spreading and sharing the wealth, that win will always stay with you. Yeah. It can never be taken away from you because you've... You've won it. Yeah. 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 You must have been as well, like, it must have been hard because usually when people want to ground themselves, they surround themselves with, like, friends and, like, but your friends were in the fame with you. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. how was that to like not have anyone outside of, because you you were all in that bubble, your manager, you was like in LA, yeah. people wanting things off you. Like, how did you navigate that? Yeah, it, it was tricky. And I guess we didn't navigate mm -hmm. it because all these adult influences we had in our life mm -hmm. weren't steering us into the right direction. Yeah. They were kind of egging on, okay, we need to get the mansion so we can bring this in and we need a drink so we can appeal to these people. And it was, we never had that, um, moral guidance in Los Angeles because everyone was there for one thing. Uh, so it was hard to navigate and I guess I never came out of it until about six months ago when I decided to get sober wow. and get my life back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to do that, I had to completely isolate because everyone that I knew came from this lifestyle. So I isolated and just did things that made me feel good about myself. And, uh, along the way I had some hiccups and some mistakes and I kind of really understood that when I would do something bad, I'd get this feeling in my stomach where I didn't feel good about myself, even though in the moment it gives a sense of relief mm -hmm. or a sense of, um, like it just feels good. Yeah. Um, but after that I was reflecting and acknowledged that it was actually really hurting inside. So, um, slowly over time I've learned to, um, get away from those kind of mistakes yeah. and really focus and try really hard to, uh, better my life. Mm -hmm. Do you think LA is a toxic place? Like, is that, would you blame LA on a lot of it or? I don't think LA is a no. toxic no, place. Really? No, I think it's a place of opportunity. Yeah. And I think if you're in the right mindset, mm -hmm. you can it's achieve great. so much in LA. You can inspire the world. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, like he's an inspiration. Um, but I feel like people like Ed Sheeran stay away from LA not to be tempted. Sucked in. Yeah. 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 If you do have a strong mindset and you do have the willingness to act, absolutely achieve all your success without being tempted, LA is great. Yeah. Like, there's so much opportunities yeah. there for you yeah. if you do it correctly. You have to be very strong-minded. You like do. Not to be. I feel it's... like I, I'd go off the rails in LA. Yeah. <laughs> so e I'm so easily persuaded. My arm is so easily twisted. Yeah. It's into God knows what. I know. 99% of the people there will twist your arm yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I let them. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Obviously, there was five of you in the group. <laughs> did, you always, did you always get on together, the five of you, like creatively and like know what direction you want to go in? Or was there kind of fights about that as well? Yeah. In the beginning, we all like kind of had the same direction yeah. and path that we wanted to go down. But I guess as time went on, we all like shifted views and wanted to do different mm -hmm. things. And that's kind of why I love doing what I'm doing now by myself, because I'm still carrying that Janoskian's essence with me, mm -hmm. but I get to control what content I Everything. want to release. And even though it is more responsibility and more scary, I'm not having people have your back. Yeah. It's, uh, I get to do things that I truly believe in mm -hmm. and having that independence is really nice. Do you find it more rewarding doing things on your own because you you've created it on your own. Yeah, I do. do you? I yeah. really do. And uh, as I said to, I had a meet and greet this morning with the fans and I get very nervous before meeting. Yeah, I do. Why? Meeting new people. It's, I think it's the fear of not being in the moment okay. and not projecting what I want to get out there and not connecting mm -hmm. and making them feel like they've wasted their money. That's okay. the last thing that I want. So I get very nervous and I think that is, kind of what's going to make me more successful doing the things that scare me mm -hmm. and doing the things that are risky because 
Um, I want to put myself more out there and to be able to talk and yeah, meet people across the world and connect. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what do you think was like the end of the Dinoscans? Like, did you just all sit down? Obviously you said about what happened to you, but did you all sit down together and we're like, this is the end of it? It's not working. What was the solid, like, this is it? Yeah. As I said, I can speak on my, myself Mm -hmm. personally and why I stepped away from the Dinoscans. Um, and that was because. So I had been on three world tours and every single world tour in our like hotel lobby, there'd be like 200 girls like wearing revealing clothing and like very, very temptatious. And I had a girlfriend for two years and those three world tours, I was like very adamant and said, no, 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 rejected all of it, kept to myself doing really well. Mm -hmm. Um, But what a lot of people don't understand is that with meeting greets, when you're meeting so many people and you're being paid to just stand there, say hello, move to the next person. This is why Justin Bieber stopped doing it. You lose all connection with all humans. You don't remember faces. No. You don't remember names. It's just a picture. You don't remember conversations. And so outside of the meet and greet, that continues because your brain is set on not caring and only caring about the paycheck and what comes in. That's so interesting. Mm. So there is big mental health risks doing the meet and greets. And I think this is a reason why Justin Bieber stopped doing it. Yeah. So I got into that mindset and I'd never felt more alone. I couldn't connect and know how to have conversations. Everything I was saying was just fake and smiley. Surface level, very much. Yeah. Yeah. Very surface level until one time at, um, I was sitting in my hotel lobby and a fan had found me and I drank a bit. So I was kind of a bit loose and I wasn't in the setting of being bombarded. And I sat down and I had a a connection with a person for the first time in three months while my girlfriend was waiting back home in LA and I was in London. She was about to fly up, um, a week after I had cheated on her. So I had cheated on her and, um, she flew up from LA to London and I, didn't have the guts to tell her that I cheated on her. Wow. Yeah, absolute piece of crap. And I, ma- I made her come and she knew something was off straight Did away. She? Yeah, she could feel it because our connection was like very strong. And she goes, Did you cheat on me? And I go, No. And then she asked me again, she's like, did you cheat on me? I'm like, no. And then we were laying in bed and she goes, Bo, did you cheat on me? And I didn't say anything. And that was the answer. And she completely destroyed me. She killed me. And she's like, why? And I said, because I connected with someone and she, she lost it. Mm. She's like, you could have just said she was hot. It's it's worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's worse when there's emotional behind. Yeah. 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 Wow. And she doing long distance though with her, like that probably, yeah. you didn't feel connected to her maybe in a sense as well. And that week after I had cheated on mm-hmm. her, I stopped messaging her because I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't even face myself. And this is when the Genoskians came to an end because going back to sitting in rooms with people with good morals and high values, I felt so fraud because I felt yeah. like I had just betrayed my whole um, my whole community like, mm, yeah, and I yeah. couldn't face myself. And she even asked to take me back. Um, but I was so weak. Yeah. And yeah. if that's going to happen in a relationship, it's going to happen in business and everything just got pulled from under oh, me. Yeah. And then that's when the addiction started to try and numb myself and to try and bring people that I thought that loved me into the party life and to keep repeating that and to numb myself to the pain really. And that continued on when we went back to Australia for quite a while. 
Was it just alcohol and marijuana or was there more? Yeah, no, nah, there was like Xanax got in the mix. There was Valium. There was cocaine. There was wow. um, hallucinogenics, acid. Wow. Yeah, there, there was a lot. And um, wow. the last substance that I took was a plant-based. I'm not sure what it's called, but I, I felt like I had a near-death experience. And then from there, I just... Um, Is that the thing stopped. that kind of... Turned everything for you, whatever that substance was. I think was. it was. Yeah, yeah I think it DMT, was. Is it? No. It, it's a kind of like Similar. same, mm-hmm. same chemical yeah. as DMT. Did you just have like but... a bad trip and realize, oh my god, oh no, near death. You said. Yeah, it was like I felt like I died and, really? and came back yeah, to earth. Um, you found your purpose then as well. You're like, no, I need to do something that I actually. Yeah. Love and yeah. It, like. Yeah, I, I was. I was just sick of the party life and. Yeah. People said to me, Bo, you're not a drug addict and you're not an alcoholic. My dad's an alcoholic and he drinks every day. You only binge drink on the weekends. That's not an alcoholic. And I'm like, it doesn't matter about the time frame of when you decide to drink. Mm. It matters that you're setting up rituals that are cycled. Yeah. And it's, you're not stopping. And that small, even if it's like not as worse as some people, it's still an addiction. Cool. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And I feel like a lot of our generation are so addicted to the weekends and they can't step out of it because it's so culturally accepted. Mm. And as much as you try to convince them of the warnings and like the negative effects that happen from alcohol that happen to your body, that happen to your mind, where you're losing three days out of your whole entire existence out of a week. Um, people aren't listening because it's culturally accepted and kind of like community has united to accept that this is just how it is. And it was very hard to separate myself from that. And I guess a lot of my content now is kind of telling people my benefits and what I see for anyone that wants to listen anyway. That's mad. When you say it like that, like three days out of a seven day week. Scary, isn't it? Like it is addiction. It's like like 40% of your existence. Yeah, It's like people run away from the week for the weekend and then they go back to the week. It's like a cycle. It is a vicious cycle. I can see that. And like, I understand what you say that like, it's not that you might drink every day of the week, mm. but I feel like it, it's, if you're it's abusing it. it and not knowing when to stop, like if you're the one person who doesn't know when to stop, if everybody else goes home and you're if, still there and you're the only one still there and you're still going with whatever drugs and whatever else, I feel like that's where it's kind of like, oh God. Yeah. yeah. When do, and when does it stop? Like yeah. you just keep doing that your whole like. When, yeah. yeah. Does it have to get to, like you said, a near-death experience to realise, okay, fuck. Yeah. This is bad. Yeah. Scary though. Yeah, Yeah, it is. And I guess it was because I was turning 30 as well. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's time. (laughs) I I think it comes to a point in everyone's life where they just realise I've had my time. Too old, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's getting boring now. There's more out there. Yeah. And I mm. feel like the older we get, the more we realise that we want that bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And it has it been difficult being on your sobriety journey because you're so over six months now. Like, how has that been? Are you tempted ever? Like, mm. what's the process like? Yeah, I'm not one bit tempted. Yeah. Yeah, well, we no. told me to go for a Guinness or we went, yeah, I was like, oh, you, I was like, oh wait, never mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Irish tradition. Yeah. Um, no, I could even like get offered like a club appearance and be happy to walk in and just uh, sit at a booth and drink a Red Bull and Mm. uh, just kind of like laugh at the people that are like being silly. So for me, it's not, and it's, 
it's because I'm very focused on my next goal, which is usually to get to the gym in the morning mm-hmm. or just to like write or just, yeah, it's, it's not tempting at all. Yeah. yeah. And has that helped your weight loss journey as well? Not drinking? Yeah. So has a lot of my weight loss journey stopped before the drinking. Okay. Uh, oh. So yeah, it was the weight loss first okay. and then it was oh, okay. the right. uh, mm-hmm. quitting alcohol. And, um, I got to like, I got pretty hefty and I used to have like eight pack abs and like, um, I was always very disciplined and proud of like my, my mental health. I and have fitness a photo of myself, but when he, he, can, he has like a little tiny tank, to, like a little, what's it called? Muscle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can yeah. see the little like chest, what's it called? Chest muscles. Pecs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I used to I'll post those. on the, on the oh, podcast. No. <laughs> it was oh, basically oh. no, you're racing naked. Yeah. Racing no material. Yeah. My nipples were always out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. It, it, so I go on that weight loss journey because my brothers had FaceTimed me and they thought I had a filter on. I, was, I hadn't seen it oh for six no. months. And they're like, you're what? so big. They like, said that? Yeah. You're like, you're fat. Oh. Yeah. Like, they'll, but th- that's how brothers are. They're yeah, just like harsh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'm like, damn, next time I see them, I want to prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. So, um, I started counting calories and I just started walking every day, just very simple, just to get my body moving yeah. and to fill my body with good nutritious food instead of that quick fast food that was like yeah. blocking so much of myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started doing that. And then once I started building muscle and losing weight, I'm like, how else can I progress faster? And then I had that near death experience and I knew that the weekends weren't helping me at all. So that's when I decided to quit drinking quit alcohol. Which so is all around of bettering yourself. Yeah. Together, like, yeah. And you know. the funny thing is, I think uh, I know that my confidence before the Janoskians led from me going to the gym and improving and being disciplined. I never drank soft drink. I quit soft drink for like three years yeah. and that, uh, like gave me confidence and I think mm. that's what sparked the Janoskians and I think I've just found it again and I feel like Aww. oh yes I've, I've struck like old again come back around in yeah. yourself kind of thing yeah. might start the Janoskians again <laughs> 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 I have to ask it your brother Jay was famously in a relationship with Ariana Grande yeah can you tell us something about her and inside that, scoop that, I just think that's insane okay yeah I can tell you something uh, one of her favourite foods when we were hanging out with her was seaweed Oh, like I love you. <laughs> We're basically the same person. You're basically around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll send you our Jay's Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my He's God. He's into girls that eat seaweed. How did they meet each other? Um, was it online? Yeah, it was yeah. online. It was oh. through Twitter. And I think uh, Ariana Grande's mum messaged Jay or something like that. And then he flew out to New York and saw her. And wow. That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. He'll never be able to live it down. <laughs> Ever like and how he, can you? She's like yeah. a world star. But it was a bad six. Didn't she cheat on him? And there was a big drama about it. Yeah, there there was. Um, allegedly, yeah. he, he yeah, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. I don't know. I but didn't. They, I didn't. They don't still see talk it myself. Like, they don't still. Nah, no, 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 no. Imagine saying that. So he can put that on a CV. I'd put that on my yeah. tombs. So. I'd put it on my forehead. Literally yeah, I was with Ariana Grande. Yeah, and I have to ask it as well. You controversially convinced 93 of your fans into paying $20. Oh, okay. Yeah, you Googled me. <laughs> to get your name tattooed on your wrist. Yeah. Uh, so they all thought they were getting their names. Their names yeah. written on your but wrist. But it was the words, your name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was <laughs> very you still have strategically it. planned. You still have it? Yeah. Where? No way. Oh my God. <laughs> it's faded. Wow. No way. Wow. Um, so yeah, I went to uh, 
my social media platforms and I said, hey guys, I want to get, I appreciate and love all my fans. I want to get your name tattooed on me for a small price of $20. And the reason I said $20, because I, I knew if I said $200 and they found out that it was fake, the people would be coming after yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did it pretty smart. 98 people, I think it was. Okay. And I made like two grand. I didn't even pay the tattoo artist because he wanted to do it for clout. So, <laughs> so you just made two grand? And did people yeah. pay for that then, obviously, yeah. Um, no, about like four out of the 98 people were like, you're a scumbag. Okay. The rest were like, it's that was a money. mad joke. Yeah. I'm glad I paid $20 yeah. for that. Yeah. Like, they felt like they were a part of it. Yeah. Too. They were okay. part of like a public kind of like thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So. And one more yeah. thing. Why did you sell bags of pubic hair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Please explain. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I was sitting in a studio with a producer about six months before I'd done it, and he's like, "You know what would be so funny? People love you. It'd be so funny if you sold your pubes online." And I just like shut up, like that's sick. Yuck. Yeah, yeah, disgusting. And then um, I went through a divorce, and I lost my job, and I was living off government subsidies, what? and I wanted fame you were again. Married. You were married. Yeah, I was. Oh yeah, for about God. six months. Wow. Yeah. That's a whole different story. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you'd like to read a bit about that, yeah. it's coming out. In your book. Yeah, February mm-hmm. in my okay. book. Um, so I was not in a really healthy position yeah. and I wanted that quick attention spur and a little bit of money as well. Uh, so I'm like, just went, I just went publicly crazy and said, hey guys, I went into the bathroom, got some scissors. And chop my pubes off. And how many bags did you sell? <laughs> how many bags did you sell? I, I sold about four or five. For how um, much? 300 a gram, 150 a half bag. It's <laughs> like you're selling drugs. The most you say like that. drug ever. <laughs> and what so, did people do with it? So one journalist, he uh, got a gram of pubes and he uh, glued it to his uh, eyebrow and made a monobrow and then released an article on it. So... He stuck your pubes yeah. to his face. And he analyzed the pubes saying like the the amount of curl on the, oh. on the <laughs> no, what? Yeah, it's insane. Oh my insane. god. <laughs> How do you even get to that level? Can you give Jeez. us a little insight into what the book's gonna be about? You mentioned a divorce. Yeah. What else is kind of gonna be coming in that and like what kind of details did you go into about the divorce as well? Yeah, so it's kind of just an autobiography uh, okay. on uh, the beginning of my life, high school, the fame, post-fame, mm-hmm. uh, how I dealt with the post-fame, navigated through a marriage, mm-hmm. navigated through uh, trying to find myself again mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, coming to the point of where I am now and realizing the person that I am. So there are lots of very interesting stories, which mm-hmm. I think is why it's a great book because not many people uh, can say that they've had the same experiences 100%, yeah. and mm-hmm. um, get to experience them from how I saw them at that moment. So yeah, I'm very excited to release it. And yeah, right. I think it's, it's been a very fun reflection journey for me mm-hmm. and it's been good to do um, for my personal self. And it'll be out in February. Out in February, late January, early February, and it will be self-published completely. Wow, I I got an offer from a publishing 
company. I remember how I was saying to you, advances. Yeah. So um, they offered me a very good amount and I've got an editor and I want to pay him. So I went to the editor and I said, they've just offered me this much. And he's like, yes. And then they came back to me and they said, we don't like this part. We don't like your tone. Can you kind of shape it in this way? So it comes out like this. You then, like, yeah. And I'm like, I just told my editor, I'm going to pay him. So okay. I went back to my editor and I said, this is the deal. Should we take the advances? Okay. Like, no way. Wow. I'm like, I'm so glad that I chose you to edit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. so uh, we've gone with the choice to self-publish and uh, it's going to take a lot of hard work. It's going to take me touring lots of different countries and yeah. going into book sales and mm. literally selling the books one by one, individual mm. copies on consignment. But uh, yeah, so your, your guys' support would mean a lot. If you would like to read the book, um, yeah, I'm sure you Amazing. can buy it from the website. Definitely. Or... Definitely. And a lot of girls listen to our podcast. Are you yep. currently single? I am. Yeah. 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 And are yeah, you looking, what, like, what are you looking for in your next relationship? Are you looking for like, Yeah, no, um, I do definitely want to find a relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking for someone with, um, a, a strong mindset, um, a very strong mindset, knows what they want and is very independent. Mm -hmm. So, um, we're not relying off each other and I want to find that, um, doing, going through the motions. Yeah. I don't want to have to put myself look, out and search for, for it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I just want the right time to come along. So yeah, yeah, I'm open. And what are the Janoskins doing today? Yeah. So, um, Daniel is, he, he has a girlfriend and a, and a baby now. I see. Yeah. yeah. So oh. he's a dad. Yeah. He always knew he was going to be a dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm keeping up with a bit of that on social media. Uh, my other mate, I'm not too sure. He got into like uh, DJ and producing. So sure. I think he's along that path. Sure. I think he's uh, pretty successful. Mm -hmm. uh, so Jay's got his painting business. Oh, yeah, he's really artistic. Yeah, he yeah. loves it. He's really good at painting. He's very bad at business. <laughs> 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 um, and Luke is running his own commercial videography, photography, freelancing kind of business. Wow. And he's got like a bunch of clients yeah. and uh, we're all working together in harmony out of the same house, mm -hmm. helping each other with our projects, but working on our own individual uh, businesses that. with that Janoskian essence yeah. behind us. That's nice that you can still kind of keep that in some part. way. Yeah. In some way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do your own thing, but kind of come together yeah. when you need to or when yeah. you want to come together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's nice. And I think as men, that's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a clothing brand together as well. Yeah, we do. Pick. Yeah. So that's what my business is like running it. Yeah. Uh, so they come in and help. Um, it's all of our clothing brand, but mm -hmm. I'm running it. So uh, I just want to keep creating cool stuff and get like really quality sourced clothing yes. um, at an affordable price that is like streetwear fashion and that people can grow to love. Mm -hmm. And somehow I've ended up in uh, the kids clothing business. Oh, because, really? <laughs> yeah, because all of our fans have grown up now and have, have their own kids. Their own, so yeah. It's so weird where That's life so has taken cute. me. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then last question. Are you happy right now? I, I guess I am. Mm. I, I, feel, I feel content. Yeah. It's oh, that's nice. nice. That's a nice yeah. word. Yeah. I'm not sure what happiness means, but I just mm. feel like I'm in the right place yeah. at the moment. You're getting so. there. Yeah. 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 I think that's yeah. the only thing we can all look for in life is just to be content. Yeah. 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 Life's always up and down, but no, as long yeah. as you're happy with your like, core self, self yeah. and values. No. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. 
Well, thanks so much. Thanks thank so you much so much, both. I can see you. why you guys are very successful. You guys. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave um, we'll leave Bo's Instagram and Dirty Pig and everything on our Instagram. on our Home My Drink yeah. page. So if you're looking to slide into Bo's DMs, yeah, yes, you can. <laughs> there, yeah. <laughs> Seek some styles. We always want to help you and give you advice, kind of like conversations you have with the girls in the bathroom of a nightclub. I haven't given any advice lately in bathrooms. Have you? Probably, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I'm trying to think. Trying Sometimes to think. I feel like an imposter doing this. Is that really bad? What? Like giving advice? Yeah. I know I know what you mean. Yeah. Because like, I don't know. I do it at home. Sometimes I'll be lying there and I'll be like, I have some neck to be giving people advice. When I need yeah, serious but, mental therapy at this but, stage, like. But also, like, who is anyone to give advice to anyone? Do you know the kind of way? We're not saying we're licensed advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we always say we're not viable. No, and like, even if you turn to a friend and ask for advice about something, that friend probably wouldn't follow the advice. No one ever True. does follow their own. But like, you can be good at giving advice. Yeah, yeah. My mom said I was good at giving advice. Did she? She said she listens every week and said I'm good. We love you. My mom, my mom says I'm good. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, do, I find it, I feel like an imposter when it's like a really hard advice that I don't know, like necessarily know. There have been it, ones that we've come across though and we've genuinely said, we, we still we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, because yeah. there's some situations where you don't want to um, say the wrong thing. Yeah. Because you feel like it's a responsibility in a way. Yeah. Obviously no one would ever do something just because we said it anyway. Mm. Um, You obviously have your own feelings and friends as well. What's that on me for? Oh, Daniel. Hello. I'm in the podcast, Dano. Yeah. What do you think of the flares now? <laughs> oh, guys. Dano has brown flares. Oh, they're actually all right now. Are they actually all right now? Look, he got a smaller side. Tell me. They, oh, yeah, they're better. That's nice. Do they come over your runners? Yeah, they come over the runner. Oh, yeah. No, they're nice. The little... He looks there. like Beckham. The little, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at my Beckham there. Your Beckham. Are yeah, I love them. Okay, love you. Love you. Love you, bye. Love you. Uh, yeah, love you. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> when it's just me on the phone, I, I love you. You just want to say it too properly. No. Um, yeah, it's like when there's advice that we've gone through before, it's much easier to give. Yeah. Anyway, these are all sent in to our email address, which is howmydrinkatgoloudnow.com. And that's where we take the dilemmas in. So we're just going to do one because that episode a long episode, long. yeah. Yeah. So it is, hi Charlie and Ellie, hope all is well with you. Love you. Thank you. Uh, so my dilemma is, I have three friends who have been friends with since secondary school and three out of four of us are now in college. We've always been close and we'd always go on, night, on nights out, trips and do loads together, but aren't like that anymore. The friend who has not been shouted out, not so much by me, but my other two friends will have get togethers and pranks, etc. and not invite our other friends. It bothers me that they do that and I feel awful, but I don't want to have to pick sides and if people fall out with me, I'm caught in the middle. Second part of my dilemma is that my two friends also have boyfriends and anytime we go on a night out with the boyfriends, they always, the boyfriends always come and I can't help but feel so awkward and feel like I'm a sore thumb. I really don't know what to do and I don't want to say anything that they may take up the wrong way or think that I'm just jealous or something. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Love you girls so much. You're like big sisters that I never had. Oh, my heart. Aww, love, love you. you loads. Um, I feel like... The, the, I'm going to start with the boyfriend part. Like... I don't ever feel like a third wheel. No. Maybe it's because I've only been with couples that don't make me feel like that. But I love hanging out with couples. Do you? Yeah. I love being a third, like, third wheel. <laughs> Do you? I think it's so fun. Like. Well, like, what if you're with, like, two like two couples? 
Yeah, I've never done that. Yeah, if there was like two girlfriends, two boyfriends. Yeah, I'd like know. think of it like you're, you're, the, you're the crazy single fun person. Like that's crazy single fun, depressed, single, and lonely. <laughs> Are you mad? Are you mad? It's the most depressing thing ever to hang around with couples. I wouldn't do it. Would you not? No. I like hang when I was single, even I like to be with couples. No. No, I'd get bitter and all and try and break his all up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't have been yeah. That's how I wonder could you like not tell her can you just have a girl's night? Yeah. He's like their fellas boyfriend. go away. It's like I wonder is it a small place they live though where like it's the only place to go and the fellas end up there kind of thing? If there can't be one singular place, surely. You could live in Schneembird. True. There's there is one singular there. place. Um and then to, to the friend thing, like it's really hard because being stuck in the middle of something. Because you really are stuck in the middle. You either go with the friends who they are icing out, mm-hmm. or go with the ones who. I tend to go with the one that they're icing out. To be honest, because yeah, why is she on her own? It's not really nice that they're doing that. If there's no reason, unless she was a bitch. Or why? Something. Because the three of them went to college and one of them didn't. Yeah, is that, is that the only reason? Yeah, yeah. I feel like if there was an actual reason that they don't want to hang around with her. Like if something bad happened or whatever, right? I get it, but this just seems like it's just they're, they're just choosing, yeah, to isolate someone for no reason. Like, why can't the Fourys hang around? Yeah, why can't? There's no. She hadn't said that. He said, "Oh, we don't want her there." So maybe they're just isolating. Maybe her for it's no just reason. you. Maybe you should, you should be like, "Girls, can we, or should we invite her?" Like I want to invite her. Yeah, I want her there. And like even on your nights out, if you have her, at least you don't feel. Then you don't have to really address the boyfriend thing because you can be like, right, they have their fellows, I have my friends. Yeah, kind of thing. You don't feel like the fifth wheel. Yeah, maybe say to the two girls, can we bring so-and-so along? Yeah. Or, oh, I'm going to text Charlene or whatever yeah. her name is. Yeah, and or just say, can, exactly. do you want to come? Yeah. I wouldn't even, I, I wouldn't even ask it in, permission. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say it in a way that you're asking their permission. i just be like, oh, grand, I'll let so-and-so know. Yeah. This is our plan. Yeah. And see what she's up to. Or even if, they don't, if they're like really against her, if something did happen <clears> or she'd done something, then like, don't be afraid to hang out with her by yourself. Don't yeah. not be friends with someone over someone else. Yeah. Like if you want to be they, friends with her, you be friends yeah, with her. Don't let yeah. them have an impact on yeah who you hang around with. Do you think that if someone has done something to a friend that you shouldn't be friends with them? Depends what it is. Right, okay. Yeah. What's the, what's the like line? I don't know because I don't think I've ever been in a situation no, like yeah, that. I'm trying to think of one in my head to be like, yeah. okay. But like, I don't know if I've ever been with fri- been friends with someone that I don't like their friend, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Have I? I think I definitely have when I was younger, though. I can't think, that's why I can't think of someone now. But, like, I'd never expect someone to completely fall out with someone else. No. If they want to hang around with them, that's on them. Yeah. But then when it comes to me and and the friend, mm-hmm. I just don't want to speak about the person we yeah. don't like. I'm trying to think, do I? I know, I definitely have. I can't think of one right now, but... I'm not that I've proper like ha- probably not a situation where you wouldn't be friends probably a situation where you just don't like a friend's friend yeah. over, over something that happened when you were younger so. yeah 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 so one of those situations yeah. no I think bring that girl along yeah I agree yeah yeah you can send your dilemmas into homodrink.golanow.com and we obviously only answered one dilemma here so mm-hmm. we have a lot more dilemmas in our bonus episode which is Homer Drink Extra Juice which comes out on Monday and every Monday for the Foreseeable, and you can listen on the Godhead app or wherever you get your podcasts. So, super skip. We take a topic based on the week's episode, and because the name of the podcast is called How My Drink, we're holding our Coca-Cola Zero Sugars. We are, and we are sipping or skipping it along. So, this week's 
Super Skip is being YouTube famous. Super Skip. That level, like Bo's level of YouTube fame. Um, I'm going to say Skip just from hearing his experiences of it, but there was definitely a time in my life where I wanted that. That, that was like, the goal. Yeah. yeah. But that's mad. It's like, like that. it's mad because that was the goal because you didn't know what yeah what you didn't know the, the bad part of it you saw the glitz and glamour and the fame and thought yeah. that's an easy handy life like, when and do like, you ever hear someone being like I love being famous so good like it's never. always these horror stories yeah. and especially I, I I wouldn't like to be that famous that young no no way because it shapes your brain your brain's oh still developing god you don't know what's going on in life yeah. look at like I feel like so many child stars and all in Hollywood they're just not the same no since being child stars mm-hmm. no completely different yeah yeah I'm gonna skip. Yeah, I'm gonna skip. Mm. No cocoa zero sugar for sorry. No sleeping. Parched. We'll have some afterwards now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. A huge thank you to Coca-Cola Zero Sugar for sponsoring the podcast. We're huge fans of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar and we are so excited to be working with a brand that we absolutely love. Make sure to pick up a can the next time you are out and about. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar is available nationwide. Oh, that was one of nationwide is on your <laughs> Also, now you can go back and listen to the bonus episode for Monday, Home Drink Extra Juice. She makes sure to listen back to that now before a new bonus episode next Monday. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast, and we'll see you on Monday. We love you, love, love you. Bye. Hold my drink with Charlene and Ellie, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Coca Cola Zero Sugar. Best Coke ever? Take a taste.